1: Hey, welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is the Sacramento Bee's Chris Biederman, and we're going to make some second half predictions for the 49ers. Had a good few days off with the bye week, and now we are, uh, we are back in action. And as always, we are sponsored by Cooperage Brewing. Visit the brewery in Santa Rosa, in beautiful Santa Rosa. Awesome brewery, great beer, better vibes, good food always a good food truck out there make sure to hit the brewery if you're in the general Santa Rosa vicinity and if you're not you can order beer at cooperagebrewing.com 21 ages 21 years of age and older and must be in the state of California but they'll deliver beer right to you it is the single best way to acquire beer outside of going to the brewery obviously so cooperage Brewing
0: This is George Kittle and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Kittle in Denver territory! Kittle is going to go! Touchdown! Bosa's
1: got him and he'll sack back inside the 30-yard line. Nick Bosa drops Aaron Rodgers for a 13-yard loss. All right, let's get into our predictions.
2: Wait, how was Disneyland? Can we not? Can we talk about that first?
1: Yeah, of course we can talk about Disneyland. How did
2: you? Did you do? I just kind of this... botched
1: the intro. That's why I said let's get into the predictions as a way to like end the Yeah, intro no,
2: that that that's fine. But we have obviously really important Disneyland things to discuss. Um, yeah, no. What's up? Best
1: ride, best
2: experience.
1: So, it's t- so. I mean, I have I have takes. I have so many Disney ride takes attraction takes i should say yeah for for the
2: listener who isn't familiar kyle's like a big disney guy and like appears on like disney dork disney podcasts yes not like podcasts created by disney but like podcasts that talk about disney things right right
1: i have multiple mickey mouse tattoos (laughs) that's it so huge disney dork right right but this time it was my wife and her best friend um and her husband and their four-year-old and it was the 4 year old's first visit to to Disneyland. Oh, that's fun. So, it was it this was not a like adult Disney vibe. It was very much a hey, we're doing whatever the kid wants to do. Yeah. So, the teacups were my favorite this time because hearing that kid laughing his ass off as we spun around in teacups was was a highlight for me. <laughs> uh, it was it was great. Uh but Space dude, Space Mountain always rocks. And that was, we didn't do any of the Star Wars stuff because he's too young for it. Mm. So we skipped the Star Wars rides this time. But Star Wars Rise of the Resistance continues to be maybe the best theme park attraction in America.
2: Wow, that is a take. Yeah. I'm with it. Have you been on Avatar? Have you been on Avatar in Florida? Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Star Wars is better. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because, Because, so, so. I haven't been on
2: Star Wars, I have been on Avatar.
1: So Avatar is sick. Like it's really cool. I don't want to down this is not to downgrade Avatar, but the rise of the resistance experience is so immersive. Sure. And okay. it's like multiple parts. Got it. And it's like you you hang out in a Star Wars movie, is basically what happens. And it's great. So, okay. I'm with it. Um, all right. Shout out Disney.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Disneyland needs our publicity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you've uh, not heard of it. Yeah
2: yeah Disneyland this, sponsor this, our pod this cool little place called Disneyland I don't know if people have heard of it but <laughs> a
1: little plucky little theme park <laughs> um it's, all right uh, second also the Mickey's Mickey's Mix Magic Fire I'm not done yet okay Mickey's Mix Magic <laughs> Fireworks show it is a bunch of Disney songs like remixed by like a DJ bangers dude <laughs> is uh events.
2: is you've never had a friend like me by G sure is okay good that's yeah that's that's but like, Chots that's and goat, edition. that's the goat Disney banger, in my opinion.
1: It's so good. <laughs> and I liked the Will Smith version fine. Like, I was not a hater of the live Aladdin, but the Robin Williams version is just so far and away better. Yeah,
2: it's not he, even close. It's he's I mean, we've talked about this off away from the pod, but Genie's <laughs> the all time best Disney character, like Robin Williams, Genie, like not even close.
1: Is that your opinion. first second half hot take?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally no my first my, okay so my first prediction is we may or may not have a pretty strong um guest on the podcast coming coming later this week and that'll just be two. A tease. we're not gonna well Perfect. we'll have two hopefully two. we'll have two um one of whom the interview has already been recorded and we're hoping to to get that on the feed later this week but that's my prediction is it's it's pretty good guest um coming up on the feed so that's you know keep an eye out for that uh but my first also one keep an eye
1: can i can i drop a keep an ear out for that well no i was gonna i was gonna like say who it was without saying specifically who it was
2: no let's i i, I keep don't, it a super secret yeah we're keeping it super okay. secret right. I, I just you All know right. it's one of those things where if something happens and it falls through and you know whatever we just you okay. know for reasons we can talk about off the podcast i don't but
1: no, that's fair. It's totally no, you, fair. You know, you know what I'm saying. All yeah. right.
2: My first prediction. 49ers are gonna end the season with six Pro Bowlers. They're Boy going smokes. to be they're going to be Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Charvarius Ward, and Drumroll Kyle Uzek. That's six, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep.
1: When you said drum roll, I thought you were going to say something very different.
2: You know, I could have said Talano Hufanga.
1: That's that's a very good one.
2: That like that would have been a pretty like a pretty hot take. Maybe I should have, but I, seven... I don't. Know.
1: Is that a hot take?
2: Generally, because like a guy, typically like Pro Bowlers are recognized like a year late. You know, like you have to yeah, really be like a like a stud stud to be like, oh, this guy is like deserves oh, it. But he might no, totally he might be but at he that has level. the
1: Troy Polamalu thing going. Right. And I think people will associate that like automatically. OK, fair.
2: Yeah, I could have won seven. And- seven feels I, like I've never seven is not a number that I ever remember seeing. Like, I don't remember a team having a seven lot
1: of pro bowlers. bowlers.
2: And like the Niners are already four and four, so six feels like kind of a hot take.
1: Okay, no, I think I think that's probably I think Trevarius Ward is the one that that jumps out there as the like when you said that that was the one where I was like, oh, I wouldn't have I would not have put him on my list. Okay, he's been really good, but I would not. I think I would if I'm ranking them, I probably put Hufanga ahead of Ward. Okay, that's fine, but. I mean, the Niners could get seven because we know Niners fans travel, and we can bet they'll travel to the voting booth.
2: <laughs> I like that. Very topical.
1: Yeah, we're recording this on Tuesday.
2: Um, yeah, that's my. first I would one. tell
1: you to go vote, but you can't post Tuesday. So sorry.
2: You should have voted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't. You didn't vote. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think about six? Just as like, do you think the Niners are going to be good enough to warrant six Pro Bowlers? I feel like they had six in twenty nineteen when they went to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, six is a lot. And like, use check. He got hurt, and yet, but not a lot of teams use fullbacks. What were your other ones? Name them again.
2: Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Uh, Nick Bosa, Mooney Ward, and Use Check.
1: Yeah, I think Ward and Use Check are the two that. But I don't know who else is going to get voted. check's
2: almost like a U- check's almost like right. a default.
1: Pencil him in.
2: He's got what five straight?
1: Yeah, something like that. I think he's been every year. He's been with the Niners, so yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Um, but see, if they go, are they going to go ten and seven and have six Pro Bowlers if they go ten and seven. Like just throwing that up. Yeah. That's where I. So okay, here's. I'm gonna spin this. If those six guys aren't Pro Bowlers, I think that the Niners have a problem. Oh, like if the like does that not? It would like be seven. Warner doesn't
2: it would be seven straight Pro Bowls for Kyle Jack if he were? Good God!
1: Make it. So, so let's his. pencil him in. Yeah. But, like, if Fred Warner doesn't play well down the stretch, and I mean, I know I know Pro Bowl voting is not necessarily an indicator of play. Right. But if he just really struggles down the stretch, does, yeah. do like, the 49ers have a problem? If Nick Bosa doesn't wind up with 15 sacks, the Niners have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Warner so was not a pro last year. Yeah, because it wasn't very good in the first half. So, that's... Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's strong. I think What's they need f- a minimum six to make the playoffs.
2: Six Pro Bowlers to make the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I haven't thought about that's, like that's a correlation. my line. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about the correlation between Pro Bowlers and yeah. Uh, and everybody playoffs. knows. Think, everybody knows it. I mean, I, like in the
1: NBA, you need at least two All Stars to win a championship.
2: Right. You need, you need six. six
1: Pro Bowlers to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Okay.
2: That's all right. Um how many wins in the NFC do you think it's gonna take like the seven seed to to get it?
1: Ten. I think ten. I think we're gonna learn over the next few years that ten is the like magic number. I don't know.
2: I could see a nine-win
1: team making it. Maybe the NFC is not very good. The Packers stink, dude. Oh yeah, they're three and six. The Packers aren't good. The like but but all the like
2: the Niners are in the seven seed at four and four, so presumably the seven seed will be right around five hundred. A nine and eight, I think a nine and eight team could make it, like Atlanta, Washington. I think the Niners are going to be substantially okay. above five hundred, but
1: yeah, I think I think ten and seven minimum for the Niners. Okay, that's where I'm at. Uh, my first take is that we're going to see peak Jimmy Garoppolo. You've mentioned this on the pod before, mm. and the more I think about it. I didn't necessarily agree at first, but the more I've thought about it, so I'm basically just using your take is what I'm saying. That's fine. Um, I think we're going to see like, so Garoppolo in the second half of 2019 was really good. Right. And going into 2020, it was like, okay, there's another level he can get to. This is his first full season. He came on really strong in the second half. He had the, he had that big game at home against the Cardinals with the comeback and he had the game in, in, in New Orleans
2: it was the Matt Ryan corollary, right? It was like, oh, another full right. healthy season in the system. Yeah.
1: Right. And then in twenty twenty it was gonna be this Matt and he got hurt again and just now and then last year he was what he was. He was just kind of he's just yeah. a guy. But I think this year in the second half of twenty twenty one twenty twenty two, we're going to see him like I think seventy five plus percent completion rate on the regular. And the yak numbers are going to be crazy again. And there's going to be enough going on in, in with McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle and stuff underneath that. It's going to open up some deep throws and and they're going to start connecting on those because his deep, his deep throw completion rate isn't good. Just the raw number, but when you factor in drops, he's been actually pretty good on throws 20 plus yards down the field. So I think we're going to see them open that up a little bit more. So I think, I think we see how good the quote-unquote peak Jimmy Garoppolo is, is still TBD. But man, if he's not turning the ball over and he's turning sacks into checkdowns and seven and eight yard gains with Christian McCaffrey and maybe Elijah Mitchell or Debo Samuel, or whoever is there, I, I really think we're going to see a new level of play for Garoppolo.
2: So I'm glad you said that because that actually coincides with my next prediction. Um We have not shared our predictions with each other, by the way. So Correct. we're all, we're kind of running. um
1: So I thought when, when you were naming pro bowlers and you said drum roll, I thought you were going to say Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Biscuit was a pro bowler once. I Max guess it Jones just, was
1: a pro bowler last year.
2: Yeah. I guess it just kind of depends on like, who's like. Who drops out. Yeah. Who drops out and who's <laughs> willing to do it. Yeah. Um. No, I don't hate the take. I think Christian McCaffrey is a huge part of it. So I'm gonna. That's just a perfect segue into my next prediction. Um. Over the final nine games of the season, Christian McCaffrey is in my prediction is going to have 1,350 yards from scrimmage. That's 150 a game.
1: Holy cow!
2: Yards from scrimmage, receiving and rushing.
1: Right. No. Understood.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: That's like 2,700 yards for a year. <laughs>
2: well over that's crazy almost but he hasn't had that many but i'm just saying 150 yards i'm getting bold with it i don't care 100 150 yards a game over over the last night so that allows for like a 200 yard game and a 100 yard game right i think he's the biggest reason that you could potentially get a peak Jimmy garoppolo run down this because of what he is in the check down game and the screen game and just all the weapons the 49ers have now to use against defenses to create space. I mean, they just have so many, well, what Christian McCaffrey does, and maybe we're, you know, maybe this is just an overreaction to the Rams game and they just didn't defend it very well. And and maybe, so Bobby, to do. maybe, maybe Bobby Wagner's a little bit washed and, and that factors in, but like, Jimmy Garoppolo having a check down like Christian McCaffrey is such a game changer in comparison to what they had before when Jimmy is trying to force passes in the triple coverage. Like that's just the thing I keep coming back to, right? is like when Jimmy Garoppolo has to make a second reaction play, he's not a very good quarterback. When Jimmy Garoppolo can basically predetermine where he's going to throw the ball based on pre-snap reads and coverages and all of that, and he can say, all right, if my first read is taken away, I'm going to go this way. Then he's pretty good, right? Like if he gets the ball out in two and a half seconds, he's generally good. It's when those first few options are taken away from him and he has to freelance is typically when he's really struggled. But when that happened in the Rams game, it was just, oh, check down to Christian McCaffrey. And it was like right. eight yards, like almost every time. Right. Right. And even the touchdown, it's like the Oh, like Christian McCaffrey is the check down option, but he's running to an open spot in the end zone. And now you have a touchdown that you wouldn't have had without Christian McCaffrey. Right. Right. Unless that throw was to George Kittle, which it could have been.
1: What's, what's the result of that play? Sans McCaffrey.
2: I'm not ruling out an interception.
1: Yeah, right. That's what, what when you, he's you not throwing it how, away. Right. When you look at how covered up it was, I mean, he probably takes a sack or throws a pick. Yeah. So that that in itself like just speaks to your point. I think that's a perfect example of not just yards but a touchdown being generated out of a play that I don't want to pin in like it would have for sure been a negative play, but how many times have we seen Jimmy Garoppolo with two and a half three four seconds to throw and something bad happens?
2: yeah, it almost feels like when Jimmy has like all day to throw, he's not like the quarterback who picks you apart right he's the quarterback who picks you apart when he can he can get rid of the ball within two and a half, three seconds.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: He's not the guy who's just going to sit back there, eat a sandwich and go, you know, just like Patrick right. Mahomes, you give Patrick Mahomes time. He's, he's thrown for 700 yards. Right. Right. Jimmy's not that guy. So my take with McCaffrey getting 1350 scrimmage yards over the last nine games, it sounds a little crazy, but 150 yards a game is not that crazy if you're like, all right, He might lead the team in receiving like most of the time, just in terms of number Mm -hmm. of catches. Um, So if he's getting seven, eight catches a game, you know, it's not in addition to what he could get in the running game. I think 150 is pretty conceivable, to be honest.
1: Is he an offensive player of the year candidate if he does that?
2: I think he'd have to be because if he has 1350 yards, he's probably got 10 touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) right um right right. well and
1: the Niners are probably good as hell yeah
2: the Niners are probably good and people are looking at it like well they have a you know a pretty a pretty middling quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo but this offense is you know top five or whatever
1: well and it's going to be it's going to be look at how bad their offense was pre-McCaffrey
2: right right there's a there's a pre and post-McCaffrey element and obviously he has to stay healthy that's like right the most important thing but no 100 i came up with with 1350 by just doing the math like what's 150 times nine nine
1: nine games left so would to crank that out
2: yeah thanks i i opened up the calculator app on my phone and (laughs) and just uh really plugged that in so yeah a lot of math going on but that's i mean it's a hot take we 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 called these
1: hot takes right I'm trying to just thirteen hundred and fifty yards over half a season is banana sandwich Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> um, okay. My second, my second take is less, less spicy. We're taking a cool down in the middle here. Oh,
2: so you're you're making the pod ta- a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to be super boring. But, so we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. But we harped on it a little bit in the, in the last pod we did, which feels like a month ago. But I think Daniel Brunskill is going to be the starting right guard at some point. He's going to take all the right guard snaps because uh-huh. the rotation, the rotation of Brunskill and Burford and Shanahan being like, this is, this is perfect defensive lineman rotate. <laughs> Why can't offensive lineman rotate? That's insane. Like, at some point they're going to want one of those guys. I don't think they want to do that going into the postseason. I'm assuming they're going to make the postseason. I don't think they're going to, going to want to do that going into the playoffs. And I think this offense more times than not goes with the player maybe burford's more talented but they go with the player who's going to do the right thing and i think that that's going to over the course of the next 9 games is going to be daniel brunskill these takes what's are, your third what's your third take these takes are a roller
2: coaster <laughs> <laughs> Go from Christian McCaffrey thirteen hundred fifty yards in nine games to Daniel Brunskill is going to. I'll start. tell you why. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you why Christian McCaffrey is going to have thirteen hundred fifty yards because it's going to be Danny Brun's leading the just, way. Just
2: just running behind Danny Brun's. I get it. I <laughs>
1: totally get
2: it. <laughs> All right. Um. Wow. We're just going to go right back up to to hundred with this one. Um. So, I'm looking at the NFC. I'm looking at Philadelphia as the number one seed. I do think they're going to end up being the number one seed. They're eight and oh, they have sort of 2011 49ers vibes and like kind of came out of nowhere. That like elite juggernaut that people were like, well, maybe they'll be good, but like, no, they're like a real legit juggernaut. Probably mm-hmm. have home field throughout the playoffs. Minnesota, two seed. I don't think anybody is particularly worried about having to beat Minnesota in the playoffs. Um, the hey, at seven and quick. one
1: the whole like hey that team's eight zero, but are they good is an insane discourse that happens every year
2: yeah it is it the is, eagles are good sure. as hell the, the eagles are very very good but it's tough to be like the first time team that just like makes a run no, through the playoffs t-
1: totally i was like, just that was sidebar the yeah, eagles are good
2: yeah, yeah. the eagles are, the eagles are very good um but i i'm i'm leading up to my my third and final scorching hot 49ers take. And these are all just super optimistic. So um, let that be sort of a preview of what I'm about to say. Seattle three seed. I think Seattle's might be a playoff team. I would be stunned if they won the West, to be honest, Tampa Bay. I think they're actually going to be better than what they are right now. As time goes, Dallas, good defense. We'll see what the offense giants. I think they're going to fall back a little bit and not win so many fourth quarter game games in the fourth quarter. I should say. Um, Niners 4-4 four four in the 7 seed I just went through all the playoff teams Currently in the NFC Because my prediction is The 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl um, Oh I just don't I don't see Like if the 49ers are healthy And if they get Christian McCaffrey going And they The defense sort of rebounds And plays better on third down Than it has in recent weeks um, like it did in the second half of the Rams game. And obviously the Rams offense might just flat out stink, but the Niners have the potential to be the best team in the NFC. So, like in, in January, like I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the 49ers went to Philadelphia and won a playoff game. Cause no, I'm sure yeah. cer- I'm, I'm certain the 49ers are not going to be like shaking in their boots about a trip to play Kirk cousins in Minnesota. Or you know, I mean,
1: I promise they wouldn't.
2: <laughs> I, w- I would honestly, I, I, who knows with Tampa Bay? Maybe Tampa Bay is just bad, but Tampa Bay is still four and two in the NFC. Um, but still, like, we should have had
1: you do this one last.
2: Yeah, well, I just, I, I, I think the Niners could potentially be good. I don't, I don't know that they're necessarily elite, but me picking them to go to the Super Bowl is more about the NFC not being awesome and the 49ers really just having the potential to be the most balanced team maybe outside of Philadelphia. But I would take the 49ers again, if healthy going to Philadelphia, I would pick them in that game just purely based on experience. And the fact that like, I trust Kyle Shanahan in that spot more than Nick Sirianni and Jalen hurts. Right. Like I think Kyle Shanahan could scheme things up for Jimmy Garoppolo, given all of his weapons maybe more than the Eagles. And the Eagles have a ton of weapons, too. Um, but I just... The, the Eagles inexperience makes it... makes For me, makes it feel like, you know, they might be a team that's better better equipped to contend in 2023 and 2024 than this season. And I mm-hmm. think the 49ers are, are ready right now, particularly with Christian McCaffrey, if healthy.
1: Man. Um, yeah, I... I don't have a lot of of reason to push back on that just based on the one game sample we have of a, of a full blown Christian McCaffrey, 49ers offense, the pushback. we haven't seen it with Debo yet, but I mean, maybe, 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 and maybe Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't level up. Maybe they, they are banged up going into a playoff game against, against the, vikings and kirk cousins throws for 350 yards because the niners don't have any corners like so there's there's always that but i think the reason they made this McCaffrey trade is because of what you just said like they're close they were very close to being really good they needed to get their offense out of a rut and it wouldn't surprise me like we know their defense is good even if it's a little banged up their defense i think is going to be okay but if they're a top one or two scoring offense, the rest of the way, is that going to shock anybody? No.
2: And if you feel the same way about their defense, like like think about what we we're saying. The 49ers have potential to have to be top five offensively and defensively. Right. And that is sort of the definition of a Super Bowl type team.
1: Yeah. 100%.
2: Push, I think the obvious pushback is that it's just fucking hard to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's just hard, like it's. A and they gauntlet. just went on. They just went on a deep run. Like there's right. a bunch of these guys who have played in the last three years. Was it 19 games and then 21 games? Right.
2: And health is health is obviously a huge caveat with this team because it feels like while the team is really good, it feels like their training staff is sort of the Detroit Lions of training staffs.
1: <laughs> Taffo. Time for my third take.
2: I'm so optimistic. Oh, is it going to be? Hold on. Can I guess? Is it going to be Sam Womack takes over at nickel? <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> hey, hey,
2: the Sam a- part,
1: the crit- Sam part made me almost fall out of my chair because it's about Samson. I become let's talk about it.
2: <laughs> go second half predictions and I'm going like absurdly optimistic. Niners are going to the Super Bowl and you're like, yeah, Daniel Brunskill starting at right guard. <laughs> Majority of the snaps.
1: <laughs> I think Samson is gonna have a big. Second half. <laughs> okay,
3: all right. What's okay, here? so last
1: year, so last What's year, here? last year in the second half, and this ties into the Super Bowl thing because I, I do think if they're going to make a run to the Super Bowl, they need someone besides Nick Bosa to affect the quarterback more often. Yeah, um, Nick Bosa is great, but I think a Super Bowl caliber 49ers defense has another player. Who is really good. And last year that was Samson Ebucom. Over the last eight games, including the playoffs last year. So the final five weeks of the regular season in their three playoff games, Ebucom had 31 pressures and eight sacks. That accounted for more than like half of his production all year. He was he was really good. And he had 45 pressures total, and 31 of them came in the last eight games. In the first eight games this year, he has 22 pressures and three sacks. So, I think there is a... He's been dealing with some Achilles issues. I think the week off is going to help. And I think that he's going to be the player that kind of comes on the way he did in the second half of last year to provide that that second pass rushing option opposite Nick Bosa. And I think from there, everything kind of falls into place. So, like a big second half for Samson Abraham. I think he... At least replicates what he did last year with with eight sacks, and and maybe more, and he winds up second on the team.
2: I'm with it. He's up I mean, to his, his sacks. His career high for a single season is four and a half,
1: and he's and done it like three times. Yeah,
2: he's done it the last three seasons. He's at three and a half, <laughs> half right now, according to Pro Football Reference. I take it you're on PFF because they only give yes. out full sacks. Yeah, Correct. so pro football reference has him at three and a half sacks he only needs one more to tie his career high so um yeah i guess okay can i make one more prediction aziz al shire will have 26 tackles
1: wrestling. No, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think about the order we needed to we needed to go over these at least a little bit
2: well it was funny because they were just so diametrically different like philosophically <laughs> Daniel Brunskill, going to start at right guard. Okay.
1: I've got hot 49ers takes for you. Let's start, Nine. RG.
2: <laughs> Niners are winning the Super Bowl or going <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Sure. I didn't say win the Super Bowl. I said go to the Super Bowl. I don't know that I would pick them against
1: hey, the, the Chiefs Allen or the Bills. or The Josh yeah, Allen I'm... UCL injury is interesting. It might just be the Chiefs again. Man.
2: Would that surprise you if the Chiefs got back to the Super Bowl? Because No, not, it I picked them. I
1: picked. surprise me at all. Here's a fun fact. Before the year, I picked the Chiefs and the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl and the Chiefs to win.
2: Interesting. You were on You were on Philly before the before the season started? I was. Wow, look at you. Yeah, man. Wow. I went on uh, D-Lo and KC and, and picked Baltimore to, to represent the AFC. Which, I don't hate it. Preseason. I think I did Baltimore Niners-Ravens Niners Super Bowl before the season on d and KC. On the table. It's on the table. I'm 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 good with my Baltimore take right now. I'm I'm good with it. I would probably yeah, 100%. Pick, right now. I would pick KC because of Josh. Like a UCL injury for somebody who throws things for a living is not great. Um,
1: yeah, I don't care what the arm mechanism is. If you have a UCL injury, that's bad. Yeah,
2: it's not not great. That's that's for for those who aren't familiar. UCL is the tendon that. If that ruptures, that's what requires Tommy John surgery for pitchers right, in baseball. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's Josh Allen having a UCL issue right now is not great for them. But Kansas City might just be a buzzsaw the rest of the way. We'll see. Anyway, Niners Chargers, uh, we will talk about them later in the week. We will potentially have a really cool interview for you guys. Fingers crossed. I'm, I mean, we already recorded it, but, you know, you never just want to.
1: Fingers crossed it gets to us
2: yeah no 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 I again this, this is this is more me just not wanting to speak into existence and then have something no for sure. unforeseen happen fall through and then we have to apologize for people to get their hopes up sure um but anyway
1: uh
2: it's going to be a good week for the, for the pod
1: i'm going to try to not get people's hopes up the interview sucked anyways <laughs> that's <laughs> i didn't not, it was good, it was really good. i hope it was people good. get to hear it yeah yeah they will okay. all right we will uh, talk
2: to you guys later in the week. Subscribe, rate, and review. Go check out Cooperage, cooperagebrewery.com uh, or just go to the brewery and check out their their delicious nectars. And we'll we got to do
1: a we got to do a brewery visit.
2: Yeah, I mean, you went to Disneyland over the bye week.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Just saying. Gonna so, uh, go ride the teacups. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody